0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 10th. If you're listening to the podcast on (laughs) watching the podcast on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. We're live following the exciting, thrilling Raiders Chiefs game. If you're listening to the podcast, it is Monday, October 11th. Now I'm yelling at my own computer. Um, If you're listening on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, and turn on alerts alert. Should be notified when we go live? Like, I just got a notification that we are live right now, which is very cool, because I obviously narcissistically subscribe to my podcast. Joining me to break down that game, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, fellas?
1: You know how I said uh, last Sunday night? Hey, you know, the officiating hasn't really been an issue the first month. This oh, you're evening. right. We did jinx it, didn't we? Remember that? Yeah. not great. I think it's been an issue, Breach.
2: Uh, yep. Wilson, I would prefer you to not jinx anything else the rest of the season. Cause the the, the jinx just went down the hill, crashed into a car and a mountain blew up. That's how bad things, that's how crazy things got.
1: Do you remember when I said that the Bengals were going to go undefeated? Oh God, don't jinx it. There we go.
0: When you got your Snoopy tattoo. Yes. So really interesting game. I mean, like it was an exciting game. Um, it was a great game. It was a great game to live bet on the chiefs uh, money line. What plus, was the money um, line at seventeen zero? Uh, two hundred plus two, two to one, basically.
1: Did you make any any to make
0: that bet? Yeah, I got some cheese. Yeah, I I, I have a standing. You like say a cheese? Stand. Huh? Did you say cheese? I, no, it's a Chiefs. I have a standing uh, order. For- uh, you could basically
2: bet on the final drive too. Once the Raiders got their first first down, the Chiefs became even money. Yeah, even though they were winning, which is rare. But the Raiders have a good kicker. So it was a very interesting game to watch.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I mean, just on general, if the Chiefs get down like three scores in the first half, um, I'm going to be intrigued in, in taking them on the money line, even when they don't look great. And then when the when the roughing the passer call, which we'll get to happened, uh, it was very clear the Chiefs were fired up, and that's when it's like pepper time because uh, you know the Chiefs are just the Chiefs were angry. You could tell they're going to get the offense was going to get clicking. Mahomes was mad, um, and and they did. They scored, uh, I believe. So, so they count the field goal at the end of the first half. They scored uh, what uh, seven, 20, uh, 17 unanswered points to take the lead. And then there was a little bit of back and forth there before uh, the final ending to the game. So do you want to get into – I mean, the refs are going to be the story out of this game, right? There you go. David Gilmore says smash Chiefs plus six and the money line. Good job. Yeah, I took a plus three and a half. Um, we have to talk about the roughing the passer call, right? It changed
1: the entire game. Yeah. Carl Sheffers basically said Jerome Boger. Hold my beers out with the what the what the kids say. Watch this. I mean, yeah. here's the thing with Carl Cheffers, and they noted this on the telecast. He's officiated the two of the last six Super Bowls. So he he's no sort of you know slap nuts. He he actually is good at his job. Whereas Jerome Boger, I think yeah. we can agree, probably graduated at the bottom of his class at, at officiating school.
0: Um <laughs> but Carl Sheffers, I don't know if he threw the flag, can't remember, but well, all right, so here, let's let's lay out the situation. It is third and six, or excuse me, third and eight. The Raiders are on their own 46. Derek Carr is sacked by Chris Jones. As he's sacked, Chris Jones, some, he, he like loses the ball and fumbles. It's a strip sack. Yeah, but like Chris Jones, like the ball never hits the ground. Chris Jones just has the ball in his right arm as he's taking Derek Carr down as a sack. Natural momentum. Physical force taking you down the, the natural laws of physics. He does intend to get his left arm out while holding the ball in his right hand, and then quickly, while while admittedly, you know, he does have the full weight of his body on Derek Carr because he has one hand out and, and he has one hand holding a football, and then rolls off him about as quickly as you possibly can. Um, someone I, mean, I don't know I don't know if it was Carl Travers or not uh, throws a flag for uh, roughing the passer, 14 yard penalty. It, it, it's it's changing possession right there. There's not even a punt if, if without that penalty, Chris Jones is keeping the ball, and if if they don't throw the flag, he may very well. I guess he would have been down by contact.
1: He's down by saying. contact.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, no, I,
1: I actually I actually tweeted this out. I, I said Chris Jones had possession of the ball before either he or Derek Carr hit the ground. He was basically penalized for being down by contact too aggressively.
0: Yeah, that's just right. Um, I, first time ever I've ever seen. Someone get called for roughing the passer when the passer didn't even have the football.
1: Now, later, John Perry, who is the ESPN rules official, and he makes he makes a lot of sense when he explains what's going on. And it, oddly enough, he disagrees often with what the call on the field is. He said that the call on the field was that the, it was a loose ball foul. So I got to thinking about it. And, breach. you remember the week one Steelers Bengals game where T.J. Watt jumped up and caught the interception like two, two feet from Joe Burrow? Yes. If it's a loose ball foul, that's like saying TJ Watt jumped up one inch from Joe Burrow and caught the ball, came down on top of Joe Burrow, and that's roughing the passer. That's the same thing. How's it a loose ball foul? The man had the ball in his right arm, as Brinson just noted, and happened to fall down on the, the dummy that fumbled the ball. It's not his fault that Derek Carves in the way.
2: Right. And like you guys said, Chris Jones had the ball. So it'd be like This would be a calling a loose ball foul or, or a foul on Josh Jacobs for steamrolling Eric Reed on the right. first possession. Like, the person who has the ball, should there should be no way they can be called for any sort of a loose ball foul. Nothing, a loose a ball passer. foul
0: I have the ball. It can't be loose. Right. Exactly.
2: And so I think that was the whole confusing thing, uh, obviously, for everyone who watched this play, because... When the hit happened, the ball was in the air in no one's possession for probably a half a second. And so when that's happening, it's like Derek Carr's not the quarterback anymore. You have a free ball and you have a defender trying to get it. You have a player on the other team trying to get it. And they both want to have possession. And then, uh, you know, Chris Jones comes up with it and somehow gets flagged for it. And uh, the one thing I will say real quick is that that type of, you know, the Tom Brady thing was one thing. It's protect Brady, whatever you want to say about it. But this one seems like there could simply be a mechanism in place to review it because you can say it was essentially a turnover because it was Derek Carr lost the fumble to Chris Jones. And then why not be able to review that and say, okay we can't make this call here because the ball was loose and both guys were going for it. Like that seems like they can't make that call because the ball was loose. No, I'm saying that since there was a fumble on the play that you talked to New York. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right, right, right. The but, automatic but, review for a turnover would have kicked in. You and, can't make the the roughing the passer
0: call is what you're saying. Yeah, but right. the so that's the, New York would say. But the roughing the passer call negates the entire play. So, but it's not roughing no, the passer. He doesn't have the ball. But, but, but they they, they, call, they flagged him for roughing the passer. Like I, I understand. We what you're all saying. know that. What are you defending? If when you flag him for roughing the passer, that automatically makes it no play. Bridge Therefore, it is not an automatically reviewable action.
2: Right. That's, that's, that's I'm saying that's a
0: simple, it. f- it's a simple fix yeah.
2: is what I'm saying for, for this sure. exact instance. And yeah, we know the rules. I mean, he's saying that this is why it's
1: stupid and an easy way to fix it instead of just sticking to the rules, even though the, the idiots on the field keep getting the calls wrong.
0: Well, I mean, the, the problem to me is that you go back to, I mean, you go back to one, the overarching issue with the NFL and how they handle this and really anything is that they're always 100% reactionary. And so the Tua thing happens two weeks ago, right? And as a result, then, you know, Tua gets a concussion. It's an ugly scene. There's a clear impetus to the officiating department. to you know, Everyone involved, you can tell by the way that these games have been flagged and the way that the games have been handled the last few weeks that they were like, hey. Be careful on these hits on the quarterbacks. We can't have that stuff happen, particularly in primetime. You have the Brady call, which was a similar tackle to the Tua tackle. Uh, it's just a terrible flag. It changed the outcome of the game potentially. And then you have this where it, it, it one, it could have changed the outcome of the game. It like, did. It. They, they kicked a field goal. They should have gotten the the, the the Chiefs should have gotten the ball. It could have changed the outcome of the game in the sense that. It could have allowed the Raiders to win, but it actually did change the outcome of the game in the sense that it pissed the Chiefs fans and the Chiefs team and the Chiefs players off so much that they came, they were fired up the rest of the game like a totally different environment. Chiefs and, fans were booing. I, Carl Chever's voice was cat like cracking. Um, it felt like they gave so many second half penalties and calls to the Chiefs as a way of making it up. And like, wait, a second, I, wait a second, wait a second, wait a
1: second. I don't, I don't buy the it changed momentum argument and number two what is the what are you talking what, about what are the play calls that what was the, the score got? what
0: was the score after the roughing the passer call 17 nothing what was the final you just score? laid out
1: because people have two eyes when they watch football games that the chiefs always come back when they're down two scores that's not uncommon like
2: I mean, no I mean, one thought I mean, the raiders immediately well, real quick the score when the roughing the passer happened was 17 to 7 and then the raiders kicked the yeah. field goal a couple plays later and then it was 20 so
1: what were the what were the gift calls that the chiefs got after that
2: though not a gift call, but holding on a field goal Difference on 4-4-3. holding on a 14, field goal
0: is literally like a, yeah, was, a flag
2: that's only thrown once every 10 that years. That was terrible. Fair that enough. was the and that was fourth and 14 on a field goal that the Chiefs missed, by the way. So the Raiders would have gotten the ball back, uh, with winning, I believe, at that point. There's another one um, too
0: where Carl Jefferson literally he goes, There's no flag on the play for uh, a holding.
1: Yeah, that was I, the right call though. He just needed to drink a, a glass of water. I, I mean, sure I know is. everyone had fun on on Twitter because his voice cracked, and it's given the timing is terrible. Are but- you supporting Carl Cheffers? I'm not, but you come up with all these crazy conspiracy theories. Dude,
0: and, the, and yeah, the roughing the passer call changed the momentum. It made that stadium way different in terms of the environment that they were playing. Yes, the, the fans
1: are obviously and visibly and understandably pissed off.
2: It, but it felt hostile, like, through the television.
1: But it wasn't like Patrick Mahomes finally decided to start playing hard, is my point. Like, it didn't change the, the opinion of the player.
0: He, he got fired up, was screaming at people, and was, like, dialed in. Okay. He was plenty dialed in prior to that, but okay. <clears throat> what? I I do. I I think I would be more inclined to agree
2: with Princeton here that it felt like the Chiefs were at like 99, but they upped it to 110 after that. And also, I felt like the Raiders took a step back because the crowd was so loud. They couldn't hear themselves. uh, and, And that's really when they struggled to move the ball was right after that play. Their first possession of the second half was a total disaster. I mean, we saw what happened right there right away. And that's when the crowd was still absolutely crazy. Um, so I definitely feel like there was a, a spark. Maybe I mean, it was I
0: mean, punt, miss field goal, punt, touchdown before the roughing the passer call, then field goal, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown uh, before the final punt. And then the the stop at the, you know, the kneel at the end of the game.
1: Well, Caleb Campson was there. He says, you're right. So I'll, I'll give you this one. He finally <laughs> won one. Good job. <laughs> Caleb, your checks in the mail. Hey,
0: well, and you know, what's okay. crazy is that
2: the, the roughing the passer call completely overshadowed the Patrick Mahomes put together another insane drive where he got the Chiefs in field goal range. So they get the ball back with 17 seconds left in the second quarter. But, uh, boom. They go down, get in field goal range, and get three quick points, negate what happened with the whole roughing the passer thing, and now you're still down 10, which is how much you were down uh, when the roughing the passer happened.
1: It, yeah, the uh, the holding on the punt was, was also another idiotic call. And here's the thing, and I said this yesterday talking about stupid Jerome Bower. Uh, as an official, maybe he's a great person. I don't want to malign his character outside of uh, officiating. <laughs> but if they're doing, you know. It, it- if they're incompetent, it makes sense. But it, it seems to make more sense at this point that it's just all for drama. Like this is professional wrestling, except the difference is only like five people know about it. Like everyone else thinks it's like a real sporting event, and five it, five people uh, uh, somewhere in New York say, "You know what? Okay, call this a uh, let's see, spin the wheel, John. Okay, if this is going to be uh, roughing the passer, never mind that Chris Jones hat, that does not matter. And this, let's see how people react. It's sort of like a microcosm of my simulation theory thing, Breach, where people just flipping switches to see what happens and see how people react because it, there's no rational explanation for this level of incompetence on, on such a consistent basis.
0: But. Um, Sorry, I was hey, watching that, this video of Devontae Adams. I didn't really he shoved somebody. I yeah, saw he, his helmet. I think, I, that's he, I think he
1: thought that Cameron was Hunter Renfro, and he's like, <laughs> why are you running routes right into him in the final play of the game? Yeah, it, it, it did feel like he was pretty upset about Hunter Renfro. Um, well, I think what happened just – seen it once or twice that play. I think that Devontae got jammed at the line of scrimmage, so he was sort of off the rhythm of that route. And then when Hunter was running that out route, he didn't expect Devontae to be there. And, and that looked like some Keystone Cops level Steelers wide receiver, Matt Canada offense type stuff there at the end.
0: I was like borderline surprised. They were like they somehow they didn't get a flag just cuz there were so many bodies laying on the ground they, like there were some moments where the officials did do a good job like <laughs> well <laughs> and you could see the the, the back judge yes. the oh, side no.
2: judge He's, he's like out. are you sure nothing happened here cuz I'm ready to throw that flag he and he's running
1: Pointing with his left hand, hand on the flag with his right hand, just begging for someone to do something
0: <laughs> to give the Raiders. He's like, "I want to get
2: out of here alive, though. I'm not throwing the flag." And it was a good no call.
0: Well, and there were two um, instances early in the second quarter, uh, I believe, on the Raiders' second TD drive, where uh, Derek Carr and I—I I, I was joking on Twitter. I don't know. If, I don't think it was taken as a joke. But it was like Derek Carr's mastered the art of underthrowing <laughs> footballs. To to like deep down the field where like Devontae Adams had to come back for two of them, and because the he was fighting back, one, I,
1: the fourth and one in midfield, the first touchdown, I get you don't want to overthrow that one by ten yards, so you just throw a moonball right, there.
0: Yeah, it wasn't well, there wasn't DPI on that.
1: No, but I mean, on the
0: he, it was under Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You as Troy point out, like if you ever throw that, you feel like an idiot. I yeah, mean, so he, that, it, that yeah, one's fine. The other had one. to slow down a little bit, but he was like, it, it was a fine. That was a fine pass. I'm talking about on the next drive. Yeah, the next two calls, I, I it's... A, the it's, one down the right-hand side of the down the right-hand sideline. Yeah. And then the one in the end zone, they were just underthrown, and the defensive back did not have to, like, have a choice, but Devontae Adams is fighting back, and so it's just going to look like interference.
1: And Josh Perry says when the receiver comes back to the ball, even if it's underthrown, that is... They're supposed to call DPI, which is... Yeah. I hate that call, but it was actually sure. apparently the right call. Uh, by the way, um, um, there was... Uh, Patrick Mahomes was hit-tossed to the ground, uh, in the second half, and I, mean, I was waiting waiting for that flag.
0: I mean, yeah. it was way more egregious than the Tom Brady one. Oh, and Derek Carr took a shot kind of high on the final play too, the final Raiders play. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that. He got he got he got hit pretty good. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. It would have been a tragedy if they turned a flag there, but um, you know, it's just yeah. At, at this point, you weren't sure when a flag was coming out or not. Like,
1: but you made this point earlier, and I think he's exactly right. The NFL is reactive. Yes, in every aspect of how they run things from the pr stuff that happens off the field they always seem to be two steps behind scrambling like a edward r rooney in the the principal's office trying to figure out you know who's on the phone i think his name was edward R. rooney wasn't it yeah. dean of students and then uh on the field with the official edward
0: R. rooney i think it's just ed rooney but it may be edward R. rooney
1: yeah uh oh look at that look at that in a second he, meanwhile billy has no idea who ed rooney is um <clears throat> And
0: Edward already. You're right. Yeah, you're
1: right. There you go. And to the officiating, to the to the concussion stuff, to the sacks, everything is an overreaction one way or another. And then, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, we'll be back to where we were,
0: and everyone will be surprised when this all happens again. It's infuriating. Checks out. Um, what about Josh McDaniel's aggressiveness on fourth down and with the two-point conversion? Obviously the well,
1: go go back to the previous uh Chiefs touchdown where they I was thinking about it as they were driving. I said, I think you go for because you're up seven. I think you go for two here just to make it interesting. I didn't have any issue with it. I didn't check the, the math nine, numbers. the game's over. Right. I didn't check the math. I just said, Oh, just as I was watching the game, that would make it I obviously didn't get it. So then Josh McDaniels comes down, they scored that fantastic touchdown. Great catch by Devontae Adams over two Chiefs defenders, basically. I was like, you
0: know what? I'm okay with them going for two here. It was thirty to twenty nine, I think, at that point. I'd um, seven catches or three catches, seven targets, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Probably accounted for 200 yards of offense. Uh, him be and Jacob, Josh Jacobs were the offense. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, 21 carries, 154 yards.
1: I didn't care. I, I was fine with him going for two because here's the thing with I think it was over three minutes ago. Chiefs are scoring, although they came down and, and planted the football. But nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, I feel like they're scoring on the next drive if you give them three and a half minutes.
0: Well, and that's the interesting um, <clears throat> game theory of it all. Is that when the Chiefs? When, Not the Raiders, drinking. Okay, when the Raiders missed the two point conversion, it was very clear that the Chiefs were playing to take to end the game. Like they, they weren't trying to score. Obviously, they right. are up one. They're just, and Andy Reid's good about this. They can run that four minute offense. They can burn through clock. They can, you know, pick up a couple first downs. The Raiders used their timeouts. It looked like they messed them up. But that was the clock operator. They went at 44 and then 40. Um, and, and then, you know, they got the ball back. Like, it's, you know, I don't mind them being aggressive in that spot. I don't. I guess I don't. You're saying I don't trust my defense to stop the Chiefs, but then you also, if you, whether you make it or miss it, you still have to trust your defense to stop the Chiefs. So uh,
1: the Chiefs two point conversion and then the um, the subsequent one by the Raiders. Where where did you come down on both those?
0: Well, I think
2: you got to go back even further uh, because I really think the the, roughing the passer call is going to overshadow everything about Josh McDaniels in this game because I feel like he made some good decisions, some bad decisions. But, he, you know, he wasn't aggressive the whole time, and then he was aggressive. And so, you know, remember, Devonta Adams' first touchdown was on fourth and fourth one. one. Yeah. And they said, all right. He's like, all right, you know what? We're going for it. We're going to go deep. Well, guess what? He had another fourth and one in the second quarter with like nine minutes left. And he's like, uh, oh, do I go for it again or do I try the 53-yard field goal? And it was like he was thinking, you know, we're already up 14-0. Yep. They
0: had the uh, offense out there ready to go, and then – uh, and then
2: set the field goal team out the last second and this, so this
0: i called a timeout i think or there was a the, the uh, raiders
2: oh. called a timeout yeah the yeah, Raiders
0: called a timeout and then and then sent the field goal team out yeah
2: so if you're going to be aggressive if you want to put your foot on the chief's throat you just keep doing it like why are you taking your foot off the gas yeah, you right and so he did that and if you know if he would have punted and by on the way pre- court, that happened but it
0: was, but, oh, sorry it was fourth and two with um uh with oh it's a fourth and two with like no, no, no,
2: no, no. no. This was that was the no. uh, that was, was the the, the drive it with was, the rough and passer was possession before that. It was fourteen nothing, I believe. It was fourth and one at the Chiefs' thirty-four yard line. Yeah, oh, it was the one that made it seventeen nothing. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's so the thing. Four, yeah, fourth. Yeah, fourth yeah, four and one at Casey's forty-one. Las yeah. Vegas calls timeout with nine twenty-seven left, and then sends out the kicking team. And it's like, dude, you're playing the Chiefs. Like you've you you've seen like you you were at the Patriots for a long time. You've seen Patrick Mahomes. You, you know go. what he can do. How are you? But this happens. All the time, like
1: teams.
2: But but the fact that he was aggressive on their first, fourth, first, fourth, and one, it was like just keep being aggressive. You're playing aggressive.
1: It's like when you're like I don't know why I'm coming with this metaphor, but like when you're skiing and and you're a terrible skier, but you hit the first mogul and you land it, you're like, okay, I sort of got it. And you see another mogul coming, and you're like, you know what? I'll just swerve around it, and then you hit the tree. Like just keep going for it, man. What's the worst thing that can happen? I I think that kind of works. I'm not sure, but the um, yeah, the tree is Patrick Mahomes. If you hit the mogul, you might get to the finish line before Patrick Mahomes chases you down
0: the hill it's just it's just weird to be to be to go for the two to go for multiple fourth and shorts and go deep with them and then in that spot and like the most telling thing of all was and i saw brian burke of ESPN tweet this out they have they've created this um stoplight system which is what troy Aikman was referring to basically like they have access to it's 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 like what is like what does the model say in certain situations to go or to to kick or to to you know to punt whatever it is and it's like if it falls within certain parameters, it's, it's like, it's literally a stoplight on a sheet of paper. It's like green. That's go. And that's why he said, the model says green here. And Troy was like, green means go. And then they come back out and they kick. And Troy's like, you know, I do like going up three scores. And this is not a commentary on on Bucker Aikman or or the the model. It's just simply saying like, if your idea of like, you just got to be up three scores against Patrick, Patrick Mahomes with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter, like that's not that much for him. Unless you have a truly elite defense, and he has a bad offensive line, and neither of those neither neither of those things are true, so I think the move there should have been go, try to pick it up, eat more clock. Maybe you get in a situation where it's, you know, maybe kick a field goal at seventeen nothing, but there's not enough time for the Chiefs to go score a touchdown. You know, like you just needed to. If you're going to be aggressive, if you're going to come into Arrowhead Stadium as a 1-3 and three team and be aggressive on fourth down, you need to be consistent with how aggressive you are, as Breach is pointing out. like You can't like put your foot on the gas and then slam the brakes and then put your foot on the gas again. Like Just be consistent with it, and the process yes, will work it's
1: out. It's never going to happen because human nature is that, okay, we got ahead of ourselves here. We got lucky. Let's, let's take the foot off the gas and just try to hold on for dear life.
2: Well, and then you guys talked about the two-point conversion, and the reason – I thought that I, I liked it, and I would have been fine if he kicked extra point. But I think I would have also gone which, for two. Which team are you talking about? The Raiders. Okay. I, I love Andy Reid's. I think if you are up by one point and you score a touch on any point in the second half, you should always go for two because worst case scenario you're up seven, best case scenario you're up two
0: scores in the second half. Right. I agree. There's, and there's and most of the time, out. this being the exception, the, the other team is going to kick the extra point. And exactly. Yes. And, and exactly. I do think that was the only maybe complaint with the McDaniel thing was that when he went for two there's like four and a half minutes left yeah okay, three and change wasn't it or 427 left because buck made the point if there's 27 seconds left and I, I sort of agreed with that where it's like i didn't mind that either Breach, I, so how do they, you follow with that well and they have a he was well, there, well, no, no with, with the two pointer
2: yeah. yeah no i was saying that i would have gone for the two pointer also i, I would You're have not the, the raiders The Raiders, right? I would have. I I, I was so. I think the strategy there is not even the strategy. It's 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 classic Brinson game theory where if you get it and you go up thirty, right? The Chiefs in their heads are thinking, "All right, we can just drive down, kick a field goal, and win." When Josh McDaniels has watched a Chiefs kicker who has been completely erratic the whole game, he missed a forty-one yard field goal. He missed a thirty-six yarder that got called back because of the penalty. He had an, an extra point hit off the upright. So you're thinking. If we're up one and this kicker is has to to kick a, a thirty five yard field goal with the game on the line, yeah. no, he's not going to be like it's Just
0: no, it, no. You you were you were comfortable with him taking a forty plus yarder with the game on the line, right? In that situation with that kind of pressure, let's say a 40, 45 plus. I mean, you know, I, 40 I, plus I plus. mean, you're comfortable anything outside thirty five. He missed a forty one yarder. He, he had an extra
2: point from thirty three, hit the upright, and he missed thirty six.
0: So I think if they'd gotten the I think if they got the two point conversion, Andy Reid would have been hyper-aggressive, trying to get Mahomes in for a touchdown, like try and go score a touchdown. Instead of playing for the field goal? I, I think, but I mean...
2: I mean, late in the game, you just, you know, you're trying to run out the clock, make sure the other team doesn't get a possession, and then, you know, you find yourself trying to field goal cool to win the game.
1: By the way, um, some people mentioned this in the comment. I actually forgot about it because I heard it at the time, but I was so... Sure, Hickman's saying, take off the dresses? <laughs> to the I, competition I, committee. I, yeah. uh, it reminded me of the uh, Harlan... You have the Harlan hit?
0: Pull up your pants, take off the bra and be a man.
1: Oh, that's what, that's the one that the competition committee should, they should have Harlan coming to give him a, give him a, give him a pep talk. I mean, you just can't, I don't, yeah. And, I, don't, I don't think you're supposed to say that now, but
2: yeah. I mean, one, one other quick thing on the two pointer is that whether they miss it, whether they get one or whether they get two, their defense has to make a stop on the next chief's possession. It doesn't matter. So if you miss it and you're down 30, 29, your defense has to make a stop. If you're tied 30 30, your defense has to make the stop or you're going to lose. And if you're up 31 30, your defense has to make the stop. So you have to go into it thinking your defense
0: has to make a stop on Kansas City's next possession. Right, which is tough anyway. By the way, uh, Adam, Adam, teacher of the Athletic, I think, or maybe the case. Yeah, who oh, no, knows at the SPNL? Uh, so I talked to referee Carl Cheffers about the roughing the passer penalty. I will have his explanation later. I'm presuming he's the pool reporter. For now, just know that you won't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's not surprising. And by the, the way, Boz Bosman in the comments
1: notes, the refs have obviously been instructed to do this. And whether that's true or not, that's what people think because it is so outlandish that the, the incompetence, it, it just doesn't make sense. Again, not to invoke your, your daughter, Breach. You see three yet? Two or three? Two and a half. It's like having her out there making these calls, and then people getting angry at her because she didn't she didn't get it right. Um, the expectations uh, should be a little higher for for grown men who presumably hold down full time jobs during the week. But
2: I don't know. It's just
1: it's nuts. Josh, Julie, wait,
2: wait. wait. We're not done
0: grilling Josh McDaniels because we need to grill him. for ahead, final, final wait, Why don't we take a break and then when we come back, you'll grill Josh McDaniels more next.
1: Visit roberthalf.com today. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different
0: upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my soul. I am a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan.
2: I'm the queen of the tribe. I'm a
1: I am playing whatever role I got to play.
0: I'm going to play this game for speed.
1: I ain't going down like no punk. <laughs> A new Survivor, Wednesday on
0: CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All right, Breach, grill
2: away. So we talked about the time he didn't go for it on 4th and 1 in the first half. Now, here we are, 4th and 1, 47 seconds left in the game. Why are you throwing it deep? I know that worked on fourth and one in the first half, but you only need a field goal to win this game. You have a kicker who has made 38 straight field goals, literally the second longest streak in NFL history. If you get inside probably 58 yards, he's going to make it. So all you need to do here is run Josh Jacobs up the middle, get the first down, spike it, and then you have three plays to do whatever the hell you want, but you don't Mm. throw Mm. deep here. I mean – I cannot believe he threw deep on fourth and one with the game on the line. Him and Breach. he got blitzed in that
1: play and his him, he, he got blowed up. Yeah. And you know, by the way, people listening or watching, when Breach uses H E double hockey sticks, he is fired up because he <laughs> he curse like for every two million words that are curse words that Brinson and I utter, Breach says H E double hockey sticks. So this uh, is unbelievable.
0: Via James Palmer of NFL Network or NFL Media. Derek Carr said he absolutely loved going for two. He was completely on board with it on the road in this game. In this game, it was the right move. And then added, he actually talked with McDaniels before the drive even started and said he wanted to go for two, so they were set on two. If you saw...
1: Like before that, when the Chiefs had the ball during that last drive, you saw McDaniel's and Carr talking, and they fist bumped each other up, and maybe that was when they were discussing. I had no idea what it could possibly. Oh, good call! Be, yeah, he did come over to do that, that
0: on the, when the defense got the stop. You're right. I think and well, I, it, was and on, I, it was on uh, third and three. If I read the the lips
1: properly, I think good he call. said, yeah. "Call the Devontae into Hunter play," and let's see if he can hit on that. And they ran into each other. Wow. By the way, do you think? Devontae was mad about that specifically, the the way the game ended, the play call, and part B to that question is, how many games is he going to be suspended for shoving that the camera? I don't know what precipitated if he just is in the way, if it was just a paparazzi-type situation with celebrities. I think it was just a guy who was
0: coming up to him with a thing and he just sort of shoved him. Uh, you have to imagine the Chiefs fans were probably yelling at him uh, as he was walking out. He said uh, he's already apologized uh, to the guy for for that happening. I, I don't. I think he'll maybe be fine. I don't think he gets suspended for it. Uh, Breach, do you think he gets suspended? That's
2: ah, a pretty bad push. I mean, <laughs>
0: it's bad push. It's bad push. yeah. Why wouldn't he get suspended? And play? he's like, he's like an NFL employee on the sideline, like a team employee, team media employee on the sidelines, just Is trying to find a, some... a video like of.
2: We don't know who it was. Like, it's one of those things you have to discourage. You have to nip that in the bud. You can't like let so people rich. think. Well, I mean, like if you only find him or you right. don't punish him, then word. other players might get upset after a tough loss and and knock someone over and think that it's okay.
1: So, do you think he gets? Fine, uh, suspended.
2: I could see a one game. I don't think a one game suspension would he? be crazy. What was
1: the, um, what was this? Who got, uh, what did my, oh, Mike Evans got suspended for much less than that? I would, I would argue. Would you disagree? Who got suspended? Mike Evans for much less than that.
0: Yeah, but that's like against an,
2: uh... he had a history of that though. He already gotten in a situation, yeah. with Marshawn Lattimore in 2017 and gotten suspended. So it was like a recurring, it was a second time offender penalty.
0: And, and, are, and it was like on the field where he just where he sprinted off the sidelines and like shoved somebody down. Yeah.
1: Billy thinks a one game suspension for for pushing a, a civilian is is wild in his words.
2: So Billy is all for NFL players pushing civilians. Yeah. Let's get Billy no, I don't him. think I, I don't think I'm for it. It's just Oh like, man, is, this other he was he the
0: was
2: sports angle of this,
0: the sports angle this angle this was like the guy wasn't even getting in his face. He's walking across. And that's at- why I was trying to get specifics. And you were just wildly speculating what he was doing.
1: Well, he shoved a camera in his face and said mean things to him. If I, recall I didn't it, say right? that. I know
0: you did. There's an there's an angle of it where it looks like the guy's coming up to him. But then the uh, this other angle from behind. Well, I think any angle you sh- see should be enough to be like, you know what? No matter how angry you are, you shouldn't
1: push some, you know, five foot eight guy doing his job while while holding a light stand.
0: You can't shove anybody when you're like when you're walking off the field. He'd already okay, smashed okay. his helmet on the ground. Like,
1: well, like, that's fine. I don't care about that unless you. but, no, but I'm just saying, like, he's. Well, you said you just want to find him. Do you want to change it, or are you okay with that? No, I'm. I'm fine with no suspension. I don't, a suspension would be weird for
2: that. How big of a fine?
1: Well, wait a second. Let me, before you answer uh, the question, he,
0: fine schedule has to.
1: That guy could press charges.
0: Yeah. Nah. No, but my cause... point is that. Yeah, of course he could,
1: and he he could get paid a lot of money. I would imagine. But my point is that I, I feel like a suspension might might not be for someone who's willing to put everyone in the hall of fame. I think he would be a little more I think It's a
0: weird tonight.
1: <laughs> I think where are you breach? Where do you come down it's on the just, on the Wilson? Pretty,
0: I mean it could happen. It's just
2: pretty I mean, I agree with Wilson that you could theoretically uh press charges for that and that the NFL just needs to I'm just saying you cannot let anyone think. The,
0: the, NFL does, the NFL does not like the idea of somebody just shoving um, a random person down. That is for sure. But what's your, butt? but, but nice. let's so just one let's find suspense. a guy who
1: makes $50 million a year. Let's find him 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Molly in the comments says discourage in quotation marks, assault of an innocent worker. I like the so. breach. Jay-Z roughing the photographer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually
1: pretty good.
0: <laughs> That's a one game suspension of roughing the photographer. Are these, and I'm watching this, these like Raiders fans are like clapping as the guy's going down. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a bad look. I mean, it's it's a bad look. Okay, but how far are you willing to go? Uh, I, I would be I would be surprised if you suspended. I think that's a lot. I'm
1: asking you. You're the the dean
0: of punishments. How far are you willing to go? I would assume that there's something in the fine schedule for you're
1: the you're the punisher. Just tell me what you're going to punish him with. Don't Google it. Just use your brains. Well, 30,
0: it's gonna be like thirty-seven thousand dollars. Okay. And that, to Breach's point, that's a deterrent. No.
1: Oh, my God. I feel like I'm talking to Jerome Boker right now. I, I can't get a straight <laughs> answer. On what are you talking about? I'm, trying to I'm asking that. you a direct question. You keep looking to your
2: computer for answers. I'm looking to, personally. I wouldn't take this level of disrespect. I'm looking to see. into the do emergency do. broadcast system. Billy can just press those buttons when Brenton needs time to think. I know. It's It's a... It's a fill. I mean, it's
0: seven thousand dollars if you throw the football into a football into the stands.
2: <laughs> That's why I'm asking you.
1: You have complete authority yeah, to make no. any punishment you want, and your gang
0: signing it. is uh, worth if you have a suspension or a fine.
1: And you're talking about thirty-seven thousand dollars.
0: Um, I think thirty-seven thousand two hundred thirty-two dollars fighting is what they will tag that as. That's not fighting. It's, it's a, it's well, a, I'm just what? telling you what they're going to do. That's what they're going to try to do that's my guess. You asked me on the you said to Tina, do you want the Dina punishment? What do you think happens? I'm telling you. Hamurai
1: in the comments says Benson will put anyone in the hall of fame, but no one in jail. Slap my head.
0: <laughs> slap my head. I think he was shaking my head. I call it slap my no. head. A physical contact with an official is a thirty-seven thousand dollar fine. Verbal or other non physical offense against an official is twenty nine thousand seven hundred and eighty-five dollars. Okay, I'm but again guess, I'm gonna guess he's fined thirty seven thousand two hundred thirty-two dollars. Is that a deterrent to breach his point? Yes, <laughs>
1: You're the world's worst lawyer. OK, all right. Fair enough. Um, so let's see. Uh, happy birthday to Travis Kelsey. He scored four touchdowns on uh, 25 receiving yards, which is the best stat line that I can remember in a long time. Eight, eight target, seven catches, 25 receiving yards,
0: four touchdowns. It's actually not Travis Kelsey's birthday. It's his mother's birthday.
1: I thought they said he just, oh, he's about to turn 33, I think, right?
0: He turned 33 last week.
1: Okay, yeah, that still counts. Birthday week. You celebrate your birthday for an entire two months on all those golf trips you take. Um, his longest reception was eight yards.
2: It's crazy. I feel like I feel like uh That is crazy. I feel like uh who'd I feel like? Uh he was the first player in NFL history with four receiving touchdowns, which all went for ten yards or less.
0: Think about that one. Wrap your head around that one.
1: And no one had more
0: than 100 receiving yards for. Uh, I believe he's the first player with four touchdown catches in less than 90 yards. And he had 25 yards. That 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 record will will stand up for a while. Well, nine sorry. different players caught a pass for this. Seven game. catches for 25 yards and four touchdowns. That is such a that is a weird line. Second most receiving
2: touchdowns by a tight end in one game in NFL history. Do yes. you think that uh,
1: Devontae Adams will she stay in Green Bay? Because the Green Bay is not exactly. That Shove says yes.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, they're one and four, and like their playoff hopes are like diminishing quite quickly. Whereas if you're in Green Bay, the Packers are probably undefeated. It- I will <laughs> say this: that the the
1: the Raiders are the best one and four team in the league. I don't oh think can take God. any solace on that, but I, I feel confident in saying
2: that. Wilson, yep. your record is <laughs> you are what your record says it is. Says you are. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what Tom was telling, is,
2: tell,
0: telling the Steelers. Look, we're, we're, we're the same as the Raiders. We're fine. Wow. Multiple blown leads of 17-plus points in the first five games of a season in NFL history. Been done twice this year. The Ravens, obviously, we talked about that. The Raiders now have done it as well. The 2020 Chargers did it. Fun. And the uh, 2011 Vikings and 93 Jets. It was the only teams who ever do it. I think that does speak. The 2022 thing, I think, does speak to like the way the game is played now, though.
1: Um, also something worth noting, I was just sort of thinking, I'm sure it's frustrating for whoever the pool reporters that you mentioned having to ask the officials the question, knowing that they're not getting an answer, like talk to a politician, um, CBS Sports HQ just tweeted out Andy Reid's comments from the presser and and one of the reporters asked him, I don't believe I've ever seen you as annoyed on the sidelines as the Chris Jones sack. And he looked pretty fired up, uh, Andy Reid did. Andy Reid responded and said, you guys are trying to get me (laughs) fined, pulling a marsh on, um. But if Andy Reid had gotten thrown out of the game for that, I would have been fine with it. Like I, it would it. There's just no explanation for it. I don't want to we don't have to rehash it. But I give the man a lot of credit for being that restrained because that was
2: that was uh, yeah a terrible call.
0: Uh, as as breach points out uh, to Jerry, which is, but, uh breach. Andy Reid let him let it gave, gave him the game the right before halftime. I oh, right before halftime. Oh, yeah, okay. oh,
1: I didn't see that. I just saw the initial reaction. So walking off the field, he was yelling at him as well.
2: No, I don't he I don't know Mike because he was being mic'd up. And he took it off just so he could
0: yell Uh-oh, at Carl Jefferson. Good. That's Yeah, I love it. I wish, I, I, I wish that was my top. There might be some good stuff on uh, Inside the NFL this week. Yeah, they're not putting that out there.
1: Uh, I don't know. Again, but like I said, I, I'm so tired of saying it. I don't understand why we can't just use technology to help these old people make the right decisions.
0: Right. I mean, I've been, I've been pounding that drum for a while. Like, you, you
1: remember the help me, I can't get up bracelets? That was 40 years ago, helping old people with technology. You hit a button. Just hit a button from New York and buzz these idiots and say, Hey, that's the wrong call.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like, look, I'm, I'm roughing the password, that's going to change the game. Yes. I'm listening to my dad right now.
2: And it feels like the crazy thing is because the Chiefs won, it's not as huge of a talking point as it would have been if the Chiefs had lost this game.
1: Yeah. We're still talking about it, is the amazing thing. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I was actually thinking when they were down 17-0, Breach, did you think any thoughts about maybe they're looking ahead to Buffalo or, more importantly, are they going to get steamrolled by Buffalo because they're getting steamrolled so early by the Raiders in this game?
0: Uh, You know, I I
1: was asking Breach because you were listening to something else. Life, I feel
2: like like the Raiders came out with their pants on fire with with the the fourth and one (laughs) 48-yard touchdown kind of sparked them and kind of blindsided the Chiefs. And then you saw the look on Andy Reid's face when the Chiefs go down and respond, but then they miss a 41-yard field goal, and Andy Reid's like, "My God, when does Harrison Butker get back? I cannot find a kicker who can make a kick." And then the Raiders went down and scored again, and now instead of seven to three, it's or fourteen to three, it's fourteen to nothing. And it was just one of those things where it snowballed, and everything that could go wrong, and then it culminated with the roughing the passer penalty. And as Brinson said. Uh, and as one of our commenters confirmed that that was the turning point. It just, the chiefs went crazy after that. They were so mad. The crowd was so mad. Everyone was so upset. It was just it, listening to the chiefs fans boo for the next just 40 minutes straight. was amazing. Also, so
1: someone, someone mentioned this in the comments and it perhaps it was, it would have saved Devontae Adams a lot of headache after the fact, but if he hadn't double caught that ball on the sidelines before the fourth and one play, um, Game's they'd over. Pro- they probably win that game because it was around the 38 yard line, I think, um, uh, plus thirty-eight, where where he almost caught it. It was a great play, a tough one, but he double caught it, and that's what why it didn't allow him to get that one foot in or both foot in, just one. Um, and that changes the whole complexion of the game. And then we're no longer focused on the Raiders imploding in that fourth and one call. We're we're focused on the solely on the roughing the passer penalty. Robert Thomas asks, is Josh McDaniels a good head coach? Let me let me tell you this. I would take him in Pittsburgh to call plays. That doesn't necessarily mean he's a good head coach. That just means he's better than Matt Canada. Uh, I think he's a good head coach. I feel like he's... Is he a better head coach now than he was... His six and, I think it was 6-0 start in 2010 with the Broncos. <laughs> I
0: mean, you mean, after the first six games? or? Uh, I think he's uh, miles better now than he was. I think he's a lot better, yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't feel like the Raiders... I mean, obviously they've blown two 17 point leads, which is disastrous, but you know, that sure. means you had two 17 point
1: leads. No disrespect to Bill Parcells. They are they are better than a four and one oh one and fourteen.
2: They're last place in the AFC West behind the Denver Broncos.
0: They're better than the Steelers. They they should not have lost to the Cardinals. I, I mean, you lost to the Chiefs, whatever. Like the Chiefs can come seventy point down They were going for two against the Titans,
2: didn't get it, and lost by two.
0: I mean, I don't I don't think he's a bad head coach.
2: No, I think he's. If he got fired today, he
0: he'd be the Panthers' coach tomorrow. <laughs> David Tepper <laughs> would kill to have Josh McDaniels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was one of the finalists, and he picked Matt Rule over him. Yeah. Gosh. So, David
1: so. Tepper also not great at giving press conferences. By,
0: by the way, way. Right, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Dude, say, you Yeah. You pointed out to me I,
1: I was last night after today earlier. Oh yeah. You, the, thought was, know, me- you thought I was making up stuff. I was. I
0: thought like, you. I thought you were literally like doing like an onion like bit, and it's it's actually preach. Did you hear the, the quote? Yeah, you know I, I miss this quote. When, when let, I read that it, let me read
1: it to you, Breach, and you tell me whether this is real or not. So I, it's going to be real because I'm telling you now. But <laughs> I like to go back and look at the uh, introductory press conferences when coaches get fired, just to see what the owners and the GMs are saying. And uh, you know, everything was laudatory out of David Tepper's mouth uh, on January seventh, I believe it was 2020. We um, double check. Yeah, Jan seventh, 2020. Yeah. Uh, and here's the, the very last thing in, in the Panthers.com story. David Tepper's saying this. He dresses like crap. and he, Just sweats,
0: like, he dresses like bleep.
1: Yeah, ish. And he sweats all over himself. He dresses like me, so I have to love the guy, Tepper said with a laugh. I was a short order cook. He was a short order cook. Nobody gave him anything. Nobody gave him anything. He had to work hard for everything he got. Like this man, this is the the first thing he thought He's to say about his like
0: crap. So I his love new him.
1: head coach sweats
2: all over himself. And <laughs> Brenton thought I was just making up jokes.
0: <laughs> I, I did. I thought you were just creating. A well, you wouldn't it. expect that.
2: Yeah, that quote doesn't sound real. It does sound made up? I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, all right, to be really like, seriously, that's pretty funny. Well, so this might be the funniest thing you ever said. He's like, no no, 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 it's on Panthers.com. This is, all, this, is
1: this is David Tepper's. This is David Tepper's
0: bit. This is not me. But
1: anyway. So yeah, Josh McDaniels will be hired by the Panthers tomorrow. I don't know if he'd take the job, but
0: I mean, the, the Raiders, you know, had the thing with Gruden go down. Obviously, he left earlier than they expected. I, I would be really surprised. They're they're not a, a type of organization that's going to move on super quick. I mean, like McDaniels oh, is... no. I think you see enough promise from the Raiders right now where you say, look, I mean, we didn't have any for all these first round draft picks who weren't as you know as good as we thought. I I, I would be shocked if McDaniels went anywhere.
1: Although I've, I've seen people complain. Let me about look that. at the football outsiders because this team feels like uh, the worst case, like a, a replacement level football team. I feel Good like
0: enough. a 500 football team and they just yeah. had some bad breaks. They lost two 17-game leads. And I can't say days. that
1: about the Panthers or the Steelers or the Washington football team or even the Houston Texans who have a better record, which is, I can't believe,
2: but whatever, here we are. Here we are. I mean, yeah, and remember uh, Josh McDaniels and Mark Davis had like a sit-down meeting. I know, that was so weird. After one of the earlier losses, I think the, the, when they blew the 20 nothing lead to the Cardinals, that was where it happened um yeah it was pretty early on clearly they are maybe not on the same page right now yeah Uh, um what you want to hear five weeks into your new coach's new tenure certainly just just after you fired a guy for emails
0: Raiders schedule by the way really quickly coming up they have the Texans at home at the Saints at the Jaguars Colts at home at the Broncos at the Seahawks so, like that, this is a pretty key stretch for them. Obviously, they're one and four. You know, that, that puts you in a very bad position about you know to, for getting to the playoffs. But that's this six game stretch. If you can go four and two and you find yourself what, five and six, you're still gonna have some division games left that you have to deal with. But you know, and if you obviously if you can go for six and over five and one, it's even better. But four and two over that six game stretch would be a very I think I think that would put them in a position to possibly make a run at the playoffs. And they realistically could win all six of those. Like it's They're not, really good, yeah, impossible. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs have the Bills. Yikes! I week mean, we mentioned that Wilson. What, who would you take right now? Chiefs are Chiefs are Bills at home at the Niners. Titans at home. Jaguars at home. Oh my! God. What's the uh, early, Sergers, Rams at home? What's the early Bills line? Uh, Bills minus two, I believe. Well, it's probably going to be ten. Bills minus ten. If
2: that seventeen nothing score held up in this one. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. Although there's no reason to do that, I'm just I'm just gonna ride the Chiefs. I'm gonna say Bills by double digits. Are you seriously gonna say double uh, digits? I mean, that's that's not even crazy. That's a, that's a the, the mad thing about the it.
0: the line is currently off right now. We're wait for this game to get out, but um, yeah. All right, that'll do it.
1: Yep, Clarence asked Waller was hurt after six plays. He took, hurt his hammy, so he wasn't out there. And then and all honestly, they had um, Hunter Renfro back from. The concussion. They had um, who's the guy with the afro that kept dropping passes? Uh, Mack Matt Hollins. Yeah, Mac Hollins. He. I mean, it, it, they had a, a few step downs in terms of the big play wide receiver. So um, Horstead was the tight end that came in for uh, Waller. So still no excuse. They, they were up 17-0, but they, they weren't firing with all their their firepower.
0: But okay, I'll team to go against. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Reach for Wilson. I'm Brenton. We will see you guys later.
2: Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You're ready, Bob. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley One love. Ready PG 13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.